0: Listen to something fresh. Listen to Salam Media.
1: Let's now discuss one of the most popular conspiracy theories which have come about with the coronavirus pandemic. So, this theory now suggests that the COVID 19 uh, pandemic was specifically engineered in order for certain people to profit from vaccines and the industries related to combating the virus so the theory is perpetuated in documentaries like pandemic i'm sure you are aware of that quite uh, that quite a popular um, documentary which done the rounds. Although, although it was taken down, I'm sure quite a few millions must have watched that documentary. Uh, so that documentary seems to have gained quite um, a bit of popularity amongst those skeptical about buying into the official narrative about COVID-19. Um, Professor Lewandowski, you take issue with this particular documentary. Why is that? <sighs>
0: Well, that's a wonderful example, because um, that's one of the many things that's incoherent about it, because uh, on the one hand, they, they say that this virus was created by, who knows, you know, Bill Gates, George Soros, uh, the world government, to kill us all. But then three minutes later, they say, oh, well, the virus is, is, uh, is there so that the pharmaceutical industry can make a lot of money to vaccinate us. Now, if we're all dead, how are they gonna sell us a vaccine? That doesn't make sense. So, you know, they, they can't even get the story straight. I mean, either this thing was created to kill us all or it was created to keep a lot of us alive so we can still pay for the vaccine. And, and so that's a classic case of, um, you know, incoherence and that alone should be enough to, to dismiss that that whole thing. And beyond that, I mean, the idea that you know governments would would shut down their own economies and and uh, you know go through all this trouble just because the pharmaceutical industry wants to sell some vaccines—well, I mean, it's it's absurd. Before you even start thinking about it, and the moment you do, I think it goes out the window. But. As I said, you don't even have to go that far. It's just they're incoherent, and so you know that's just nonsense. Let's let's not waste our time on on really you know uh, dwelling on that too much. What what I think is is important is to understand why people believe those kinds of things and how you can help them detect that they're being misled. And that is some of the research that the three of us here, actually, uh, John, Sander, and I, and I don't know about Joe, but we've been working on inoculation techniques, uh, cognitive vaccines that help people become resilient to being misled by telling them ahead of time how they will be misled. And that is one of the things specifically with vaccinations that a colleague of ours, Karen Douglas, has shown. That if you tell people ahead of time that they will encounter conspiracy theories about vaccines, they then are able to dismiss that and it doesn't affect their intention to vaccinate. Whereas if it goes the other way around, then exposure to the conspiracy theory has a negative consequence, which is not, you know, which is to reduce people's willingness to vaccinate. And that's one of the many things I think Sander also mentioned about the negative fallouts from a from a conspiracy theory.
1: Break for the show. Uh, would any one of the other panelists like to comment on that as well? Um, the pandemic documentary.
2: Well, uh, one thing I'd like to say is just following on from what Steve said, uh, it was interesting that when the documentary maker of Pandemic was asked, "Do you actually believe that that um, someone has intentionally engineered coronavirus?", his answer was, "I don't know, but something must be going on." So, he doesn't actually have a coherent um, account or, or a, a coherent kind of explanation of coronavirus. All he knows is there must be some conspiracy, something must be wrong. And, um,
0: and also, if I can just interject another funny thing is that when these characters were asked to produce their evidence for, for all these claims, you know, all these ridiculous uh, uh, claims, they, uh, one of them said, the interviewer said, Oh, I don't have any. And the other person, that woman who, by the way, has a, you know, she's totally discredited within the scientific community for reasons having nothing to do with this video. It goes way back. Um, she refused to, to respond to the question and didn't get back to whoever, you know, emailed her about the evidence. So, so it's a classic case of just two entrepreneurs going out there selling some bizarre conspiracy theory in exchange for attention. You know, we're talking about them. Well, for them, that's great. You know, we live in an attention economy where any click on a, on a video or whatever is money for someone, for an advertiser or for the person who's selling the video or who then has radio interviews, you know. And so we have to be very careful in all of this that we don't inadvertently uh, reward People for coming up with this stuff, because in an attention economy, what what matters is not whether you're right or wrong, but whether people talking about and and that is a real trap that is extremely difficult to to get out of.